Hello. Are you driving? Don't drive and look at that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good, good. How are you? I'm okay. A little nervous watching you drive and doing this. <laughs> oh, no, it's really, I'm on, I'm in central Illinois. There's like no traffic. It's, I'm on a freeway. Look at this. Uh oh. Okay. No, I mean, no just. Okay. Yes. Well, well uh, yeah. Advisory to anybody watching this recording: Do not do this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know that. I tell you, in you know, in Georgia, the, right now, I mean, where I live now, we can't use the phone while we're driving. It's yeah. illegal. You get, we got a ticket. <laughs> well, hands free. Hands free. Hands free. Oh wait, they're supposed to be on the steering wheel. Okay, I better stop this. <laughs> You're recording, right? Where are you I forget, going? I forgot I'm being recorded. Where are you I'm, on your way to? I'm going back. That didn't come across very well. Can you? Oh. Can you hear me now? A little better now. I guess my uh, my signal isn't very good here, so. Yeah, those kind of highways. You you drop. You can drop every now and then. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a friend of mine. Yeah, I may just uh, listen in. If somebody else shows up, I may just listen. I don't have a lot of, I only have about half an hour to be on the call, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just say a quick prayer just in case. Okie doke. The two of us here. <coughs> All right. Yes, please. Um, I put my hand on my heart for both of us and take we can take a breath of love and gratitude and offer this moment for the benefit of all those who will join either now or later on this call that Anand and I are at the moment present and available for the Holy Spirit to be used, to allow ourselves to be used for his greater purposes. We are in service to love, to growth, to changes that will help all of humanity. We are willing and we invite the angels to accompany us, angels of the road, surround the car and protect the car with Anand and all those who are driving today. <laughs> and we share the benefit of our prayer with everyone because we are one. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you for the blessing, Karine. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I guess it's the end of the year. You know, not too many people are going to come on, probably. People are maybe shopping or whatever. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every end of the year, usually it slows down. I see. Yeah, I, I, I show up when, uh, sometimes I show up when things are slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> or may, maybe it was meant to be that uh, you and I get together today. Yeah, yeah. You have anything special going on that you want to share? 
Um, not particularly. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to focus mainly on the particular lessons that I'm following in A Course in Miracles right now. Mm-hmm. And everything is sort of um, revolving around forgiveness right now, where I'm at in the in the in the lessons. Yes. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about it, and uh, really thinking a lot more about how to be with people, mm-hmm. and what my function is according to. A Course in Miracles or Jesus in, in A Course in Miracles. And I've been contemplating more about that and more about what I have been putting my attention and desires in or the things that I've been seeking, mm-hmm. usually in relationships or otherwise, and also the practice of forgiveness as I am understanding it through A Course in Miracles. So I'm seeing that the lesson that I'm on right now is that the only function that I have has been given to me by God, and that function is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And it also says in the other lesson, which I'm also doing today as part of the review section, it also says that my function and my happiness are one. Right. So I've been contemplating this. I was actually contemplating it right before the call and all morning. And uh, so you, that's where my mind is, you know. Do you remember what number lesson you on? I am on the review lesson. So I think it's 82 or 83. Interesting. Because mine, I'm, I've... I've, I started at the beginning of the year, so I'm on 342 right now. Okay. And I just looked it up again because I couldn't remember the exact words. And it, it says, I let forgiveness rest upon all things. <laughs> oh. that's, exactly, that's exactly what I've been thinking about, basically, is that yeah. that's our only function. It's interesting, like, how consistent, uh-huh. of course, miracles is that there's no really like, I don't know, you're either, even even if you're at lesson 340 and I'm mm-hmm. at lesson 80, whatever, um, <laughs> it's very, consistent. very it's, consistent. Yeah, it's, and it repeats a lot of the ideas, um, but, um, you know, other than forgiveness, it has other ideas as well. Sure, um, yeah, yeah. But that one is, it happens to be the one for today. And that was, I gave you half of the sentence. The other part of the sentence says, for thus forgiveness will be given me. So whatever it is that we're doing is really for ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. good. I thank you for posting the... um. Um, from the book on the flame on the seven sacred flame the other day because, oh, yeah, yeah. because that brought me back to it which I wanted to um, you know it's my first experience with it I really have not had any experience before but I, it brought me to look up my own and I I was on a, born on a Thursday apparently okay okay <laughs> which is the golden something. It's a different ray, of course. But right, um, right. but it's getting me very interested in this book. But at the same time, I mean, I went and I looked up mine, but then I went back as I went back to the to where I was right after we read the first flame. I finished reading the first one and, uh-huh. and the first ray. I'm saying flame, the first ray. Right. And then this morning I was reading, just not too long ago, actually, I was reading... Um, the person named Adama is right yes. and says that he's accompanied by El Moria, Moriah. Well, she says El Moria. <laughs> I have a tendency to say El Moria. <laughs> El Mori, Moriah. That's the one that Jennifer talked about. That's the one you are too, right? The throat chakra? 
Oh, I think I lost you. Let's see if you come back in. Let me know if you come back in. I'm looking for the... Um... Yeah. I, can you hear me? I can hear you now. I, I missed... Unfortunately, I, know. I missed what, from when you were talking about Moria. Yeah. yeah, I stopped. Yeah. yeah, I stopped. I realized I was not hearing anything from your side. So I just want to read you something since you're driving anyway. Um, yeah, beautiful. And I, yeah, I, if you want to share what you were sharing, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay, it says, today I would like to talk about the will of God as the path of surrender. Okay. You see, without the will of God, you are not going very far on your path of evolution. This is the very first step. The initiation of the first temple that must be mastered before you can progress into other steps on the path. If you're not willing to surrender to the greater will of your being, the will of your own divine source, how will you recognize your new home? So it's about surrender. It's like we have to actually be able to do that before we can actually progress yes, and I, yes. I, how connected it is to forgiveness perfect yeah it's ex the same thing um mm -hmm. it's a, exactly the same thing in my mind is that the more i read uh, about forgiveness like right around lesson 221 or right before it there's a special thought in the lessons that says what is forgiveness and uh it says forgiveness does nothing it merely looks, waits, and judges not. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I believe, to, uh, in my mind, and I don't claim to speak the ultimate truth or anything, but in my mind, to me, that's saying the same thing. That is surrender, because if I don't judge, if I learn to look, wait, and judge not, I'm surrendering my ego, basically, which is mm -hmm. always judging, always, always in judgment mode. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so when I surrender judgment, ultimately I'm surrendering judgment by judging not. That allows the divine will or Holy right. Spirit to mm. come through. Mm -hmm. So I, I very much like that you, you connected that with forgiveness because I was thinking the same thing when you read that. I was like, wow, that's so <laughs> perfect. That it, you know, mm. yeah. Surrendering yeah. the ego is the same. Yeah, it's kind of a similar concept. Yep. 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 Yeah. And uh, so I, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm glad I had resistance at first in buying the book. As a matter of fact, I was saying, I just got the book the day that, you know, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, when Jennifer mm -hmm. started reading about it, I said, wow. <laughs> yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm even connecting everything you know because even like i went to church today because um today is one of the feasts of the um the blessed mother you know being raised catholic i'm still going to that and i'm sure sure and, and i'm in a different i'm seeing the whole church experience through the eyes of a course in miracles and all of that too and it's really not that different you know because all these mystics that were in the sense from before in the yeah. history of the church they already had that stuff together <laughs> Right. And, um, I mean, this is how they saw things too, I should say. And um, it, and I'm remembering also talking about surrender, you know, when the angel announced to Mary that she was going to be the mother of Christ and she, Jesus, and she says, you know, um, her response was, um, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. So she surrendered her to his will as well, you know, and she was... It was perfect surrender. And her whole life was an expression of surrendering to, to whatever was happening. So yeah. she's a good example for my, it, she has been for me personally, a very good example um, to follow. And Jenny joined us. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Anand Hi. and I. <laughs> and Anand is on the road. Okay. So he may have to leave early. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm coming close to town, and 
I, I'm, it just depends on whether Linda, my wife, is uh, up and awake and waiting mm. for me or whether she's not. Uh, I texted her and I've talked to her and she, uh, I didn't talk to her, but I texted her and I'm just not sure what the situation is at home, which is why, um, not in a bad or good way, but just as far as what her plans are. So that's why Saturdays have never been, this time has always been difficult for me because this is a, our community calls are always right around this time where um, Linda and I generally get our day started on the weekend, which is our precious time together because mm -hmm. during the week she's so busy working that on the weekend I feel very much like I need to give that time for us, you know? Sure. So, uh, but anyhow, today it was a little different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm on the road and, I will be home in about 15 minutes. So anyway, that's a little background on that, Jenny. And we were also talking about forgiveness and surrender to the divine will and uh, how forgiveness perhaps is quite related to surrender in different mm -hmm. words, I guess. And Kareen, what I wanted to share was with what you're sharing about following that um, this new approach that I'm, I'm learning that I need to take according to miracles right now in my learning is the idea of, yeah, of surrendering to the moment and not trying to push my agenda into everything. Um, and uh, this is sort of a new I have to, it's, it's not as natural as I'd like it to be right now. Um, I think that I'm learning now through the last 10 or 15 lessons of A Course in Miracles that I'm on, that this is what Jesus is leading me to quite uh, overtly, quite um, directly, really. He's not really beating around the bush here. He's really saying, um, that yes, forgiveness is the only way really to get the peace, salvation, everything is forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. So I'm, as I contemplate these lessons and I do the practice of the lessons, I feel like if I want to be true to what A Course in Miracles is, then I'm starting to learn that this is the way, forgiveness is the way, and that in order to do it, whatever I've been doing before was some form of trying to correct my brother. And uh, a friend of mine pointed out to me, we were just, we were discussing a course in miracles and he, he shared something really, we both came to this really great conversation. And he said to me that correcting your brother is correction is the Holy spirit's function. And Forgiveness is our function. And I, that really put everything together in my mind properly that I'd never thought about it that way exactly, which is that my function is only to, to be in a surrender mode, which is to allow myself to not judge everything and anything, is look at the judgments, look at the attacks, look at everything and judge not. And, uh, and that's it. Nothing more. Jesus doesn't ask me to do anything else, so far at least. He's not asking me to do anything other than that. And uh, he's not asking me to go forth and do this and do that and do this other thing and, you know, teach this person that and teach this person this. Right now, he's just saying, watch your mind, watch your actions, watch everything that you do and, uh, and everything your brother does. And just don't judge. And uh, that's all he wants me to do. So it's really a different way of going about things. And I'm, I'm learning that this is what I need to do. And I'm practicing it. But it's not, it's not intuitive for me. And I have to not judge myself for that. It's not. Right now, it doesn't feel natural. But I'm, when I do it, it works. Things go better. Um, and that kind of a thing. So it's really interesting to me. It's a very big difference versus what I normally do.
<clears throat> yeah, I hear you, Anand. I feel the same way. <laughs> it's yeah. like a whole new way of being to step back. And it's like my person, I don't know, I know uh, my personality is like a whole energy that like sends out all of these things into the world, you know, and draws these things back. And if I just sit in my awareness and watch it and not kind of attach attach to the thing to to what it's what it's doing you know because my mind just brings up so many ideas and opinions and attack thoughts and memories from the past and you know it brings up all kinds of things and yeah I'm finding when I get yes. into it when I get into my mind like that which my mind is quite distracted I feel like at the moment or it's which is useful because I get to see a lot of what's going on in my yeah in my mind but at the same time when I get sucked into it I end up feeling very confused <laughs> and yet I kind of look back at my life the last year and I go oh my gosh look what's happened by me just saying yes and just keep showing up that's I feel like it's yes. um it's quite amazing to me and I'll share this I was when we were talking in class on Wednesday about surrender I was reflecting on one of my victories recently where I went to go and get a massage and <clears throat> for the last three years this person has has massage uh, so while I've been working in while I was working in the child protection system and my shoulders and my back were like concrete that's how she described them they just were like rocks and um yeah. When she'd she'd work on them, they would just it was so painful and like my the sound of them like they'd be like crunching, like weird noises that you don't think should come from like, you know, <laughs> muscles. And um so I hadn't seen her in a long time because she had moved away and I went to go and see her last weekend. And um I realized my shoulders weren't they weren't painful. I was bracing for the pain of because it was usually so sore. Mm -hmm. And um, there was no pain and it was just like my muscles were soft. And um, I came out and I said to her, I said, did you, were, did you notice a difference? And she said, yeah, I was waiting to kind of get into your shoulders, you know, with this kind of, um, she was just, you know, like preparing herself and then like nothing. And I just walked out of there so delighted because I feel like I could never have before that when I was with her, I'd always be trying, trying, trying to, I just really wanted to feel like my shoulders weren't so tense and like hard and uncomfortable and sore and painful. So I would keep going for massages to try and fix it. And then I stopped doing that and I stopped my working in that environment, stopped trying to fix my body in any kind of way. And when I look at all the things that I've surrendered to, like letting go of my job, completing my course, going to America, doing the spiritual counseling training, letting go of like pretty much most of my possessions, <clears throat> moving out of my apartment. So letting go of that home, you know, recently letting go of the relationship with Ian and its current or in its, in the form it was in. And, um, and then that's, that's what happens. I suppose it's just that without us even realizing spirit was doing was taking care of all of that pain and tense tension for me and and I didn't yeah. need to be going for massages you know regularly for a few years and doing yoga and stuff like that that I'm sure everything is supporting that spirit's been sending me go here go there go here go there yeah. and saying yes just leads has led me to a place of um <coughs> more freedom not just in my shoulders and in my muscles but in a lot of different ways so um i'm kind of in awe of how that works beautiful it's amazing it really is like i i relate to what you're saying um as far as uh, there's so many areas, but I was thinking about specifically the uh, working on the body, the whole massage thing, or like yoga or whatever. Like in my case, a lot of it over the last couple of years has been around 
smoking or um, exercise and food and nutrition and diet and all this stuff. And, you know, I had a lot of success eating better and losing weight like nine years ago. And uh, then I gained back the weight. I started smoking again and I tried to start exercising again, but I, I, I was struggling so much. I couldn't really do it. And it kept re being repeated in my mind about the idea that all healing is of the mind and everything it is initiated in the mind and the body is sort of an effect of the mind. And even as I learned that or read that or whatever, there was still this idea that, you know, I still need to exercise. I still need to eat well, and I still need to do that. And it's not that I don't believe that now. It's just, I still don't, I don't believe anymore that the behavior part is the answer. I believe that the behavior part, you can try as much as you want to change the behavior part of things. And there's value, I think, to that. And sometimes I found that by changing my behavior, like what I mean by that is by going and exercising or going out and doing various activities that aren't necessarily me directly trying to work on my mind. Sometimes I'm putting myself in a situation I end up thinking differently about the situation, which ends up creating the healing from the mind to the body or whatever. So I don't discourage anybody from doing anything, whether it's yoga or massage or therapy of any kind or exercise or diet. So, you know, if that's what, go for it, right? But I found my, my healing, even in all these other aspects, is always when my mind is healed. And a lot of the healing happened when I stopped worrying about my diet. I stopped worrying about smoking or not smoking. I just said, forget it. Like the key is that I don't judge myself for smoking. The key is I don't judge myself for eating whatever I eat. And no matter what I eat, I'm not gonna force myself to eat differently. And then what ended up happening is, yeah, I gained a lot of weight. Yeah, I smoked a lot, but I was more able to do the spiritual work. And then now I don't smoke nearly as much as I used to. I don't, I decided to change what I eat and my exercise, but it comes from a different intention, different place altogether. It's not coming from me trying to force myself to do anything. And I'm more successful at doing it. And because I think it's the mental shift that occurs is whatever those judgments are that we're holding on to when we release them. So yeah, it's really interesting. Like, and now with the, uh, this whole, like, um, this new thing that about that I'm doing the last few days, which is really thinking about forgiveness as my only function. I'm realizing now in conversations, if I want to apply this forgiveness piece, if that's the only thing that Jesus is asking me to do, according to A Course in Miracles, if that's all that he, I'm being told to do, and that's my only function, apparently, then, um, and I'm practicing it now, then now I'm noticing that all I need to do is look at where am I, where is my mind driving me, looking at it, and don't judge it. And just keep doing that over and over again and see where that goes. I don't have to think about planning anything or deciding to do this or that or anything. It's just like, just go through your day and do this one practice. And that practice is just watching my mind and not judging whatever is going on in my mind, watching other people interacting with them and seeing when I'm trying to change their mind about something or when I'm trying to Try what? I, why am I trying to say what I'm trying to say? Am I doing it from a place of listening and not judging? Or am I trying to teach somebody something when they're resisting or whatever? And 99% of the time, I don't really need to say anything most of the time because if I'm really practicing forgiveness, then my mind is always trying to do something other than forgiveness. <laughs> really. And so now that I'm focusing on it, um, 
there's a lot less stuff to do mentally. It's just kind of like, all right, this is all I'm supposed to do and everything else will take care of itself. And that's it. So it's funny. It's a different, it's a, it's a very different way of going about things, but that's what A Course in Miracles is saying I'm supposed to do now. So I'm going along with it, you know, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I also really like, um, you know, and I'm reading the surrender experiment. I don't know if you guys have read it, but um, yeah, Kareem's nodding. And he says, and I feel like this is an, a, a part of this shift that you're talking about, Anand, and I know we've chatted about this before. Like, I noticed there's quite a few areas that I still feel a bit stuck in. You know, I procrastinate. Yeah. And um, that's kind of been bothering me, and I was kind of writing about it this morning. And I just realized, you know, he talks about in the surrender experiment, just that life's giving me this task right now. So I'm just going to fully give my all to whatever life is putting in front of me. And I really like that because I think it's it, the reason I kind of procrastinate and get stuck sometimes is like, I think, I think that something is for some kind of purpose and I, my mind just makes up something. And then when it doesn't, when it's not working out like that, I kind of get a bit, I don't know, I get a bit stuck in my own thoughts. When actually, if we just show up and, you know, like this, <clears throat> I have a job now in bookkeeping and I'm love, I really love it. Like I don't, I'm not um, trained in bookkeeping, um, but I just love being there. And I was kind of going, okay, well, I can just turn up and do this to the best of my ability. And I feel like the man is like an angel because he keeps saying things that allay my fears. This is what he says, which also reminds me of what we're talking about. And I started to really let it sink in because it's bookkeeping, you know, there will be errors. And he goes, it's not a mistake if you find it yourself and you correct it. <laughs> and that's what he's, he's talking about numbers, but I kind of feel like that applies to what we're doing. You know, I, <clears throat> I have a lot of fear around making mistakes because, but the fear isn't about mistakes. It's what I do to myself. I attack myself when I make an error rather than, you know, when this man who's training me in, he's just, he kind of goes on this like adventure, you know, like, oh, look, here's an error. There's something's not balancing. Let's go on a little adventure and try and, you know, see where, what, you know, what we need to correct. And then it corrects and it balances. And it's like exciting, you know, and I just, I just feel like he's a gift from God, but also just the simplicity of being able, part of surrender is just to give, I see how part of my resistance and the procrastination and stuckness comes from withholding and not giving of myself to the moment what's being put in front of me and going into the thinking it should be this or into the future or the past or how does this fit into my life and why am I doing bookkeeping and maybe it's for this and maybe it's you know these kind of things that don't really they're just distracting me from being surrendered to the process of life whatever it's doing you know yeah yeah, that's what we've been used to doing for such a long time. It's it's hard for it to just fall away, but but you have a little angel there that's helping you to remember you need to do nothing, you need to just relax, have fun with it. That's a good that's a good helper right there. Mm, I like mm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what else he says that's like bam to my soul is like um he just goes, uh, no blame. And it's so nurturing. And then he's bye, leaving. Bye, Anand. I don't know if you heard us, but anyway. Oh, yeah. He said he had to go. Yeah. I um, I completely relate to what you're saying because I, I, I still go through those ex moments myself where I'm afraid to... In this case, it wasn't so much making a mistake. It was just choosing the wrong thing because, you know, I'm, I'm going to go... Yeah, I tell you, I'm going on vacation in in Haiti um, oh, for the Christmas and New Year. Oh, wow! Yeah, we're going. We're going for two weeks. 
mm-hmm. the Christmas and the New Year week. And uh, I overcame the challenge of thinking that not, not that um, it's going to be dangerous because there's a lot of um, unrest there. It's been ongoing for the last few months. And um, every now and then you get something from somebody else saying, oh, you know, this is happening and people get killed or whatever. They're burning the store or whatever. There's things going on. And the with the WhatsApp, you get a lot of things. <laughs> so I decided now I'm not going to even open those things and look at them anymore. I'm just going to delete when I see, when I get a message like that. And if there's a big problem, the airline will just not fly there. You know, I mean, it's, if things get bad, that's what's going to happen. The airline will say that they're not going. So if that happens, then, then you know, that's okay. But in the meantime, I'm going to prepare as if everything is fine. And I'm just going to go do my little shopping, bring a couple of things for the kids. Because I haven't seen those. There's like three new babies that I haven't even met yet from oh, that. Wow. From Hans' side of the family. Yeah. Oh. And so I decided to get excited about going and to forget about the troubles that are there because if I keep focusing on that, you know, it's going to take away all the fun. So I, I, I did overcome that part and then I started shopping and the first day was pretty good. And then yesterday I went to get something for a little girl who's nine. These are all Hans's nieces and nephews from his brothers and sisters in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And having such a hard time trying to pick out a little pocketbook or a little something for her because she's like a little cute. She's the oldest and she's nine, but she acts like a teenager sometimes. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm trying to pick out something for her and I had the hardest time. I started to get my, I was tired maybe and my ego just got in the way. And finally, I think I settled for something, which I, and, and, and I'm texting to her grandmother over there too to find out, you know, what she would like. So in this exchange and this doubts, I took something. And then when I got home yesterday, I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. I looked at the bag. It, you know, things could be coming off of, of you know, the little pellets that it has on it mm-hmm. that are shiny but cute. But in Haiti, it's hot. And, you know, it's not like here, you know, cool weather. It's hot and it's a lot of dust and things. And I, I thought it might not be appropriate. So... I just went into my prayer and just said, you know, well, I'm stressing. I was fine. And why is, what's all this about me stressing over a gift that I'm bringing? And then there was a moment when I was thinking, well, I'm getting this for this one. And it's cost so much more than that one. And how are they going to, and I'm like, this is all about me and the past and how I used to be afraid that I would be judged because I didn't do this right. Mm. Or I did this one less or right. I mean, I knew that it was all, you know, things that are just still coming up to be released. So I just allowed it. And um, like Anan said, you know, with the lessons, the forgiveness, I forgive myself, you know, if I made the wrong choice, okay, fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Spirit, take it over and fix it for me, et cetera, et cetera. So this morning I went to church because it's on uh, the feast of um, Our Lady. And I just decided after I had read, oh, you... You saw Anand's post on, on the, he looked up the day that he was born. Oh, uh, okay. And I think he's uh, the first Ray. Yeah, because Jennifer said you could, and I forgot, and I was thinking about that too. I'm like, what was it that Jennifer was saying again? And I couldn't remember. And then I, I saw on Facebook where he wrote that he looked up what day of the week he was born. Oh, mm. well, that's what we're supposed to just look up the day of the week we were born. So I did that and I got back into the reading of that. And I, so I just got realigned with spirit, which mm-hmm. was very helpful. And this morning, I, um, after I went to church, I just took the bag with me. I said, so what? Because I already, I think I gave the girl a hard time <laughs> when I was trying to buy that pocket book because I was asking her questions, you know, what does she think and what does she think? So I'm like, oh, God, I'm just going to go there to her and say, I'm sorry. I just want to exchange this. Can I get this something else? And she's she said okay no problem and then I picked something and then I put it in the bag and gave it to her and then I'm like it's not a good choice it's white and in there there's so much so much dust and then there's so many other kids I'm sure it's going to get messed up (coughs) but I didn't have the judgment about it I was just observing and I said let me just look around again while I'm still in the store I already made the exchange I had the thing in my bag and I'm looking around again and I spotted one that I had never seen before and it was 
to me it was that's this is it that's what i want so i said i'm sorry <laughs> to bother you again and i hope it's okay but don't get mad but this is what i want to do and she's like no no problem whatever you know and she was very patient and we just did a third exchange this time and then they always ask if you want to give a dollar for a donation or something so i'm like i'm like you know, since yesterday and today, I, you were so patient and kind with me, and I really appreciate it. And I wanted to give you, I wanted to give her five dollars. I said, you know, you could get a coffee or something. And she said no. And she said, uh, if you want, you could give it to the that donation for St. Jude's Hospital. I said, well, if that's what you want to do with it, she said, yeah, that's good. I said, okay, here you go. <laughs> but I just felt like you know, this is and 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 I wasn't pre-planning all these things. It just kind of happened like that. And I'm seeing the difference when. Things are, I'm just allowing things to come through instead mm. of trying to fix something or do something. And this is where I'm, I'm receiving the learning from just seeing how, and we know that we learn, you know, I mean, Jennifer has said that, you know, it, it's, it's with ease and grace. That's it. When it's with ease and grace, whatever happens, there's no judgment about it and you're done with it and that's it. You go. But if your mind goes back to it again, oh, I should have this, I should know, then that's right away. That's trouble. <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. what happened with me yesterday. But I'm so, I just came back home and I was just so happy that it's done, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's a good lesson because I just, I just need to, not need to, this is another word I'm saying, I, I meant to tell Alan, um, Anand. You don't need to, you don't have to, you, you choose to, mm. you know, you get to. Trying to change that language too for myself. Mm. Yeah. I remember Jennifer said that one time. I get to do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I noticed one of my mind uh, thoughts is I don't want to with the procrastinating. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And, you know, one of the lessons I was looking at recently was um, I want the peace of God. I remember thinking, oh, it's got the word want in it <laughs> in the Course in Miracles because I know Jennifer's not keen on it. But um, right. yeah, it's funny. So I was like, oh, I want, and it's, it, then it asks, what does it say? It says, um, I wrote it down because I thought, I think I wrote it down. Um, <clears throat> is this what I would have in place of heaven and the peace of God? And, I, and it's just really interesting to see that like, you know, what do I want? And I was kind of going, okay, well, the things that I would like are to feel safe, to feel energized, to feel abundant, to feel cared for, to feel peaceful and to feel peace of mind. I'd like to feel generous and giving and to feel joyous and free. And then I kind of was looking at my actions and I was thinking, oh, but I'm still kind of valuing attack. And, you know, I put the brakes on and I also understand, you know, from a human perspective that I do that because I feel overwhelmed. It's not like a, I don't feel like I, it's, um, there's something wrong with that, but I, you know, I still value focusing on lack, you know, it's just really interesting. And, um, you know, what is the perceived gain? And this, this fascinates me because it keeps coming up and I wonder if it's partly to do with my family that, you know, I, I value kind of focusing on lack or attacking or being frustrated or pushing or giving to get because I'd like to be seen as needing help so that people won't leave me. It keeps coming up. It's so fascinating. That came up for me at the retreat the first time. And then to prove mm. I can do it on my own um, <clears throat> as a way of kind of countering that, like, oh, well, I don't need your help because I can do it myself. Like it's, that's a really strong um, pattern I used to have as a kid, you know? Um, yeah. <clears throat> so it's interesting to see that, you know, would I really like to hold on to that in place of heaven and the peace of God, you know? Well, what I think is that when we've had so many years of a particular pattern, you know, even if we have seen like in certain examples between your relationship with your mom, where you've seen things getting better and she's not as needy as she was and all of that between the two of you, but it's still, you know, there's, 
probably still things that will come up and that will, I mean, the ego just doesn't just, well, the ego doesn't really exist, but <laughs> the habits don't just disappear just like that. I mean, for some people here, yeah, a miracle can happen and it's gone completely. But most of us mm. that have taken so long to get to a realization to me, it's a period of time, that's been my experience, is that it's a period of time that something that I thought I released already is back mm. again. <laughs> and it's okay. It's just another, like, it's a little bit, but it's not as strong, you know, and until yeah. it will spiraling until it's just ready to leave, you know, and and not to stress over the fact that, oh, that's, that, that's back again. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that same thing, same challenge again. Because then the ego wants to like hang on to that. See, see, I told you you're not ready yet. And mm. it's just a trap, another trap, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just looking at it and like, you know, it's the same thing. Because like me and this indecision, I hated shopping. <laughs> I mean, I never, I would go when I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't even 20 yet. I was maybe 18, 19. I would go to the store, spend a whole day back and forth down Jamaica Avenue in New York City. And come back home frustrated and not having bought one thing because nothing was good enough. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nothing fit me or not. You know, I didn't look good at anything. I had a really bad. So I never really liked shopping and especially shopping for others. I mean, if I can't shop for myself, how am I going to shop for somebody else, you know? So it's a long time pattern of not being satisfied with what I got because if the person doesn't like it, you know, what's going to happen, etc. So I, I see that it comes back but having turned it over to spirit and saying, well, that's okay. I'll go. If, you know, I, I can go. It's not, I have time. I can just go and try to change it. And it was much easier than it would have been. You know, I would have carried it longer, you know? So it's not that things go and leave completely. They do come back, but you recognize it each time. Like you just said, you recognize that it's a recurring thing, but it's not recurring for any particular reason that you have to find out, you know, like it's not like your puzzle that you have to go solve. It's just mm. something for you to notice. And sur- well, what I do is I just notice it again and I just keep surrendering. I'm like, Holy Spirit, I don't know what this is all about, but I'm sure you do. So can you just, you know, take, you take it and you, you know, you show me what to mm. do with it. In the meantime, I'll just carry on and do whatever I'm doing and not, not put too much attention on it, you know, because that's, that's another tendency that we have is trying to, to, to solve a puzzle, you know, yeah. which, yeah, which, which puts us in a little bit deeper in <laughs> with mm-hmm. the ego, with the ego distraction, whereas the surrendering, the breathing has helped me tremendously. I do stop every now and then, especially if I'm in a situation and just try to reconnect you know, like reconnect with spirit and just, it's not, this is not real. It's not as big as I'm making it to be. I can just relax about it and something will happen. And then mm-hmm. I and just wait for something to happen, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's not the same day, the next day or whenever. But uh, yeah, I'm so excited for you that you have this person there. You know, that sounds like a really good helper. <laughs> I yeah. just need, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. And really, and really, next time that you have a little encounter like that with him, really savor it. You know, like stay with that for a little while and just see, wow. And mm. just, wow. you know, I mean, it is a big deal to have, to be able to just watch someone be so lighthearted like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> yeah. He says he's not a natural teacher, you know. And I was like, you're doing great. Because when he tries, when he, but I was thinking just now, I'm thinking when you say that, actually, it's not necessarily what he's teaching me in terms of, because um, sometimes I find when he's, because he, he does, he's explaining things from his own process, you know, and he kind of goes around and around and I, I can't actually understand him because I'm just <laughs> looking for like a piece of information that's tells me what the step is and he's just gets so excited he reminds me of my dad he gets so excited about you know how it all works and how amazing it is that he kind of goes off on a big tangent and I kind of go and can I come back to the thing (laughs) that I was asking about um but what he's teaching me is so much humility and kind of that that lightheartedness and the no blame and yeah it's very different environment than I've worked in 
for the last five years and I feel excited about that because it just feels like something has shifted you know Mm -hmm. and yeah I will I'll savor I'll savor yeah because he's retiring that's why I'm coming in so I feel kind of sad about that yeah but I kind of feel like maybe I'm you know meant to be there to support his transition out as well you know make that as Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a holy encounter for whatever reason. Maybe you don't know, you don't see it yet, but but you will, yeah. Just really, just observe, you know, just observe that the dynamics between you and him and and, mm. and, and, and remain open for whatever gift there is there, yeah. Wow. Well, I know that... Um, every day can have revelations or challenges or whatever, but I think that we have tools, you know, between the Course in Miracles and the prayers. Um, did you get, do you have that book that she was talking about the other day in class? Did you get it? No, I, I looked it up here. It's quite expensive. And then they don't mm-hmm. have it in the library. And, and um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, but I also find that I, I wonder if it's just that my mind is, it's quite unsettled, I guess, from, from separating from Ian and just how different that is. That sometimes I find it hard to read books where they're kind of, I, I'll end up perceiving them intellectually um, mm-hmm. and at the moment because yeah. my mind it's just the way that it is so I'm finding that the surrender experiment feels kind of perfect just for mm-hmm. where I'm at so I kind of just decided I was like oh you know what spirit will just bring it to me because I asked another friend who has like a library full of spiritual books and she didn't have it either and so I was like mm. oh you know what it'll just it'll land yeah when it when it lands and when it lands yeah you're right yeah I agree with you because um the the um it could it could be you know too much you know you sometimes we try to do too much and it's and it's not good either and and if you're finding something with what you have now and you're still doing the the lessons right yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's that's plenty right there that's plenty for where you are i think you you're fine i just asked because i had resistance to to these kind of things i think she had mentioned mm. it before a long time before and yeah. even the sacred flame the louis um oh, i forgot the name of the other i have that book there somewhere the the blue the the purple the violet, the violet flame, flame. Patricia yeah, bought, yeah do you know that i bought it but i never i never really read it <laughs> yeah me too it's funny I have, that happens yeah, I have it there and I didn't read it, but but luckily for me, I received this exactly that morning of class on Wednesday. Mm. And she came in and she started talking about it. So I'm like, okay, let me see what I could get out of what she's saying because I don't know where to start with this book. And so by the dialogue that was there, it gave me a little something to go on. And then I started to, and then I saw, Anand's post and then I put things together and I started looking at it and it looks like something that I that might be useful to me right now so we'll see Mm. yeah yeah it sounds very interesting like I feel like it'll be something that I might read later yeah down the line like I said it will come come to you you know because it was it was it just happened to come and and I and I just ordered it recently, but I it was in my mind some time ago, but I just didn't I just didn't go for it. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. I did go into this bookstore and buy a couple of other things, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's all good. I think things do come to us when we're ready for them. I do mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah, the surrender experiment. I I heard it on Audible. I didn't actually read the book where I could have probably gotten more of it from reading, but mm. I listened to the audible um, version of it. And at some points it seemed like it was kind of dragging to me, but I, but I stayed with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I did see, I mean, the idea of just completely surrendering each time, you know, no matter what happens, I see where, you know, so much happened with that. And, 
And yeah, that's what we are called to do hmm. is to surrender and to forgive all the time. And most of the time when we're doing it with others, we are the ones who are, who it's really happening to, you know, like you think you're forgiving your mom or your brother or whatever. Hmm. And it's really you. It's always about the self, which is trying to unburden itself of everything. Like you mentioned the perfect example with your, with your shoulders. And I've had shoulder problems too. And I know it's mental yeah. stress that causes all that physical discomfort. Mm-hmm. And once you can work with those things and liberate the so-called problems from your mind, the body just relaxes. <laughs> mm. yeah that's that's a perfect uh demonstration of it was like you were carrying this big load of rocks exactly. you know, and then little by little you just remove 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 you know and then oh you you had your you found your shoulders again <laughs> yeah well yeah. i thought i had to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders i thought that was heroic mm. <laughs> then i realized it's actually just crazy yeah um, <clears throat> So it feels good to be letting that yep. that belief go. Yes, yes, yes. And you see, and and it's good when you can see the results. Like you just like you saw it. You know, that's 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 what I call a miracle. And I think I was reading somewhere that the miracle actually helps to support. You know, to mm. support you in your progress because you're seeing. You know, yeah. Thing. Yeah. So so they kind of go hand in hand together. The the thing the the manifestation, the work that we do and the miracles, you know, all these things. It's just when we're removing the blocks and just changing your mind about something is the miracle right there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, bro- my brother was here today as well in the mm. house for the first time. And God, I don't even know when the last time he was in this in the house that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. I was really lovely. My Him and my dad played chess and... Oh. Um, my mom was downstairs. It was just funny to have us in the house again because, you know, I wouldn't normally be here either. And mm-hmm. I was trying on clothes because my the new job is for a wholesale <clears throat> fashion um, company. So they, you know, encourage people to, their staff to you know, take home the clothes. So I was trying them on like a kid, you know, like doing a fashion <laughs> show. And uh, my mom was watching and, you know, it was just a lovely you know, my, my dad was showing my brother around the changes in the house since he's been there. And um, it just felt, I think what's really beautiful about miracles is how natural they feel. You know, they just feel, um, it's the ego stuff that feels hard and like work. And so it's just so natural him being here and he came upstairs and there's a picture of me and us like as kids on the walls and we were looking at that and he was going, oh, I remember when you were one and chasing you around the kitchen because he's, you know, nine years older. And it was really, really nice. And we sat downstairs and my dad and my mum and myself and my brother. And I was just kind of in awe really of how much has shifted because, um, and I, but the strange other thing about miracles is that I don't feel like I'm doing it, <laughs> you know, it's just so <laughs> fascinating because yeah. it's You're like, just oh, how did we get here? Yeah. You know? I, I just I didn't know we could reach here but also I didn't know it, we could reach here with it with ease because mm. there doesn't appear to be this kind of tension that there used to be yeah when you ask for the spirit to help and take things away and so you know when you when you when you partner up with the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit does there was something Alan was saying at the beginning about the Holy Spirit's part and our part. It was our part is forgiveness. Holy Spirit is the fix fixing. I mean, that's not the exact word, but the Holy Spirit makes things happen. All we need to do is forgive, mm. and the Holy Spirit is the undoer, or yeah. something like that. You know, He's the one. So the Holy Spirit undid all the effects, all the effects of the things that happened in the past are being mm. undone. The effects. and um yeah so so by your willingness and your brother too he was willing the two of you both you know worked together and you were willing to have a different experience 
and that's all you that's all the holy spirit needs is that willingness and then the holy spirit is just too happy to just you know bring people together and perform all these miracles mm. like i'm it would be nice when you and your and your sister and if all of you it's three of you right your sister mm. and yeah are they, you have any plans for the holidays like coming together everybody <clears throat> i don't think so at the moment my my brother is probably going to be away and my sister will probably have her in-laws so it might just be me and my mum and dad but okay. um yeah my sister my nieces were they had their birthdays last weekend so they were three and six yeah. and then um, my brother came to that as well which was really lovely oh so you would do so they were the three of you together yeah yeah okay. yeah and it's it's so fun because my brother was always someone I used to bounce off but our sense of humor is really do well together and he brings a lot of fun and it's so lovely to have that feeling that it's been restored you know mm -hmm. there's just this beautiful yeah I feel mm -hmm. really really grateful for that so I, I don't know what will happen with Christmas but it doesn't yeah. it, but that's it's okay all, it's already been times together yeah that's why yeah. it's good to enjoy the present because that's all we have and you had that those birthdays with the girls I mean you know Christmas is just a time you know and mm -hmm. we have labels for all these these different celebrations, but really every celebration is when we are together. Period. No matter what you know, the name is behind it, mm -hmm. you know, the purpose behind it. It's 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 good, and I like that word restoration. Yeah, me too. That's what I felt also was happening between Hans and I. Also, um, I'm noticing some kind of a restoration from our troubled past and and whatever because now that we're getting together and going there I, th I have a feeling this is the first time i'm gonna go there with him because it's all his family mm. uh, they all live next to each other in like in a little compound <laughs> mm -hmm. and sometimes him and i have friction um but i could just feel that this time you know i mean i i will see when i get there but i could just feel that he himself is in a better place and will be able to just be there and not judge or complain or whatever the things that we usually carry with us as because mm. we feel like almost like outsiders or whatever it mm -hmm. feels this time just with my shopping and whatever things that i'm doing which i don't usually do it just feels like this time we are just gonna bring it's almost as though we hans and i will be there and bring some light and some love and some comfort and some healing that's what I'm feeling for our thing. I mean, that's what I'm feeling. And I'm just, of course, surrendering it to spirit. And I don't know what's going to happen. But I feel that we're being carried and we're being led to, to this whole project of, of the period that we are in, you know, with spirit and with love and transformation, restoration. Yeah. Well, well, amen to that. So amen. we want to do a little closing prayer for us on it's 2.30, I mean, it's time. So yeah, it was good to see you. And yeah, uh, so lovely to connect. me ah <laughs> oh, holy spirit so thankful to you laugh to connect to share to be a part of the one mind together to be the two or more who are gathered with Anand and everyone who joins us later we're so thankful to be brothers and sisters and one body and one family and to remember the truth of who we are we're so thankful for the opportunity to to surrender all the distractions, all the things that pull us away from our source of our wholeness. We're just so thankful to receive and be receptive to loving conversation, to open conversation, to honesty, to transparency, to sharing all of life and being not judgmental, be compassionate for our experiences and thankful and grateful for the miracles that are unfolding in this community and Corinne's life and Adam's life and my life and the life of the 
masterful living community and power of love ministry we're so thankful to carry forth into the rest of our day into our week into the lives of everyone that we meet the miracles and healing that's happening from this time together we accept the healing we allow it to be we surrender we know that it's done and so it is amen thank you good to see you you. okay take care Bye. Bye bye